Welcome to Squawk 5353, the Private Pilot Podcast, Episode 30. I'm your host, Izzy Simon, a private pilot sharing my tips and tricks to make the skies a safer place. In today's episode, we'll be discussing the EAA AirVenture 2021 NOTAM, which includes your arrival procedures to Oshkosh this year. Stay tuned for all this and more and Squawk 5353. Before we begin this week's episode, I'd like to invite you to go over to my Patreon and consider donating to the show. For those of you who don't know, Patreon is a way for you to financially support the show. This show takes a lot of time each week to research, write, record, and edit. It would mean the world to me if you went over to my Patreon and donated to the show. A link to my Patreon can be found in the show notes. And now to today's main topic, the Oshkosh 2021 NOTAM. As with every good flight, it begins with the pre-flight. EAA AirVenture will see the highest concentration of aircraft in the world for one week. Because of this increased traffic, pilots should be well-versed in the arrival procedures into Oshkosh. Part of your pre-flight and flight planning should include a thorough reading of the NOTAM as well as access to the NOTAM in flight. It should be noted that pilots intending to land at Whitman Regional Airport or Oshkosh should be prepared for the possibility of diverting to an alternate airport, such as Fond du Lac, Appleton, or Green Bay. These airports have parking and scheduled transportation to Oshkosh. If your alternate is Fond du Lac, the NOTAM also includes information about the temporary control tower. Pilots on VFR flight plans diverting from Oshkosh are reminded to change their flight plan destination with flight service. Beginning on the Thursday before Oshkosh, July 22nd, Oshkosh is going to be closed to all arriving traffic from 8 p.m. to 7 a.m. Central Time. Also, some of the categories of aircraft may not be accepted due to parking saturation, ground conditions, TFRs, scheduled airshows, or other activities. With airshow demonstration areas and TFRs, at certain times, landing will not be available. The airshow demonstration area and temporary flight restrictions, or TFRs, are within a 5 nautical mile radius of Whitman Regional Airport from the surface to 16,000 feet mean sea level. TFR information will be posted at tfr.faa.gov. Airshows at EAA AirVenture will take place Monday, July 26 through Saturday, July 31st from 2.30 to 6.30 p.m., with night airshows taking place on Wednesday, July 28th and Saturday, July 31st from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. There is also an airshow on Sunday, August 1st from 1 p.m. to 4.30 p.m. Whitman Regional Airport will be closed via Class Delta NOTAMs, and all aircraft must remain clear of the airshow demonstration area and the TFRs when they are active. You can check the arrival ATIS on 125.9 to determine whether the airport is reopened. Oshkosh arrivals are normally resumed 30 minutes after each afternoon airshow. After landing your aircraft, you are obviously going to need to park it. Separate aircraft parking areas are used at Oshkosh for different types of aircraft. Parking for the show planes, experimental, warbird, rotorcraft, amphibian, and production aircraft manufactured prior to 1971 has generally been available throughout EAA AirVenture. Parking area status is available via www.eaa.org aircraftparking aircraft parking. 
some aircraft camping and parking areas have changed for 2021 to maximize use of available space. Pilots need to follow ground marshal signs to the locations currently in use. The main VFR terminal into Oshkosh is known as the Fisk VFR arrival to Oshkosh. This procedure is to be used by all VFR aircraft landing at Oshkosh from Thursday, July 22nd at noon. This does exclude aircraft though who are using the turbine-slash-warbird, ultralight, or Nordor arrivals. The procedure starts by using one of the ATC-designated transitions to Ripon, Wisconsin, which requires visual navigation and can be supplemented by VFR waypoints. Pilots then follow a railroad track from Ripon to Fisk, Wisconsin. ATC at Fisk controls traffic flow and assigns Oshkosh landing runways and approach paths. Plan your arrival period to avoid airport closure times, such as the daily air shows. Arrivals normally resume 30 minutes after the daytime shows, as mentioned before. Allow ample time to arrive and park before the daily airport closure at 8 p.m. Plan your fuel load carefully. If you do not have sufficient fuel for unexpected holding and possible landing go-arounds, divert to an alternate. The NOTAM states directly, first, fly the aircraft. If you are not comfortable with the Oshkosh AirVenture procedures, please consider flying into Fond du Lac or Appleton and taking public transportation to Oshkosh. Within 50 miles of Oshkosh, ensure all your lights are on. Leave your transponder on throughout the approach. Tune in to the arrival ATIS on 125.9, no later than 60 miles from the Oshkosh airport, and note arrival runways in use. Have NOTAM arrival pages mentioned on ATIS available. Then monitor the FISC approach on 120.7. Arrive at the transition starting point at 90 knots and 1,800 feet. For aircraft unable to operate comfortably at 90 knots, there are a few options. Slower aircraft should use maximum cruising speed. ATC recommends arrival at FISC from 7 to 7.30 a.m. if practical. Faster aircraft use 135 knots and 2,300 feet if needed for safety of flight. Begin the procedure at the ATC-designated transition starting point. ATC will advertise this transition starting point on the arrival ATIS, however real-time changes may be made on the FISC approach frequency. Pick out an aircraft of similar type and speed to follow. Remain at least a half mile in trail behind the aircraft you are following. Do not fly side by side unless you are a formation flight. Do not overtake another aircraft. Do not S-turn to follow another aircraft. Instead. Break off the procedure and proceed to the starting point and follow another aircraft of similar speed. The NOTAM then goes in to talk about each of the different transitions to the FISC VFR arrival. However, for sake of time, I will not be sharing them all with you today. However, there will be a link to the NOTAM in the show notes. That way, you can individually read about the different transitions. Next up, we have the landing approach at Oshkosh. A waiver has been issued reducing the arrival and departure separation standards for Category 1 and Category 2 aircraft, primary single-engine and light twin-engine aircraft. Pilots should be prepared for a combination of maneuvers that may include a short approach with descending turns, followed by a touchdown at a point specified by ATC, which may almost be halfway down the runway. Use extra caution to maintain a safe airspeed throughout the approach to landing. It is important to note that two separate ATC radio frequencies are used for each landing runway, departures on one frequency and arrivals on a separate frequency. As a result, landing pilots may see aircraft departing from or crossing their landing runway, 
but not hear ATC communications with those aircraft. Some pilots travel together to AirVenture as a flight. Flights, or formation flights, approaching Ripon should, traffic volume permitting, advise Fisk ATC on 120.7 of position, identifying as flight of number and type of aircraft. Flights that choose to maintain formation less than one half mile in trail are responsible for their own separation between members of their flight. Although flight members generally want to remain together to the airport, this may not always be feasible. Make advanced reconnection plans with all flight members in the event you become separated from one another upon arrival. To increase efficiency and safety of traffic arriving at Whitman Regional Airport, several large groups of similar performance aircraft have been approved to make formation arrivals. Participation in these arrivals is limited to aircraft registered in each group and requires an FAA letter of authorization. These formation arrivals are scheduled for late morning through mid-afternoon on Saturday, July 24th, for early morning and Sunday, July 25th. Weather and other factors may change the schedule. Traffic using the Fisk VFR arrival to Oshkosh can expect delays during these large formation arrivals. There are a variety of different holding procedures associated with the Fisk VFR approach. However, these are not your classic IFR holds. Instead, they are visual holds around Green Lake and Rush Lake. You then have the individual approaches to each runway. Runway 9 is the most straightened approach from any of the holding patterns or the Fisk arrival in general. After landing, when speed permits, aircraft under 6,250 pounds are required to exit runway 9 to the left or right as directed onto the sod. Do not turn back onto the runway. Be alert and use caution for hazards marked with cones or flags. After exiting the runway, you must put a parking or camping sign on the windshield and follow EAA flag person directions. There are two different landing options for runway 9. You can either land at the threshold, which has 6,179 usable feet of runway, or on the white dot, with 4,400 feet of usable runway. There also is the arrival into runway 27, which is the opposite of runway 09. As before, aircraft under 6,250 pounds are required to exit onto the sod. There are three landing places on runway 27. The displays threshold, which has a total landing distance of 5,647 feet, the orange dot, which has a total usable runway of 4,600 feet, and the green dot, which has a total usable runway of 3,100 feet. Then you have the arrival into runway 18 right. If approaching runway 18 left, turn base a beam the blue dot. If unable, make immediate right turn to the southeast for resequencing. Do not continue past the blue dot unless advised by ATC. The runway 18 right relocated threshold is well beyond the concrete edge and is marked by the runway end identification lights and white lines. Do not land short of this threshold without specific tower approval. If go round or pattern break is needed, notify ATC immediately. There are two landing spots for runway 18 right. The blue dot, which has a total usable runway of 6,350 feet, and the pink dot with a total usable runway of 4,850 feet. Finally, you have the approach into runway 36 left and right. If a go-around is needed, notify ATC immediately and do not continue past the ATC tower. If unable to notify ATC, make a right turn to the southeast before reaching the ATC tower. If you are landing on runway 36 left, your landing distances include the yellow dot, 
with 3,400 feet, the purple dot with 4,950 feet, and the threshold for 6,700 feet, with the runway being 150 feet wide. If you're landing on runway 36 right, your landing distance is as follows. The red square has 3,150 feet of usable runway, the green square has 4,700 feet, and the threshold has 6,300 feet of usable runway. Runway 36 right is 60 feet wide. Aircraft landing on runway 36 left must not roll beyond the blue dot without specific ATC authorization. Aircraft landing on 36 right can expect to land long and roll to the end for parking. Do not turn left unless advised by ATC. If so, you must hold short of runway 36 left until cleared via 126.6 or a pink shirt Oshkosh controller. There are some important airport notes regarding Oshkosh's arrivals. All movement other than on paved runways is at the pilot's own risk. Use extra caution when operating in non-movement areas. Be alert for taxiing aircraft in all areas. Aircraft landing during peak saturation periods may be asked to depart if insufficient parking spaces are available. All aircraft parked on grass must be tied down securely and all aircraft parked on paved services must be chalked. Aircraft parking and camping is allowed in designated areas only. No aircraft camping is allowed east of Taxiway Bravo 3. For hard service parking and fueling information, contact the Bassler Flight Service. If Whitman Regional Airport is IFR, taxiing is prohibited except for aircraft with IFR clearance. Engine operation and taxiing are prohibited when the airport is closed, which is during the air shows and overnight from 8pm to 6am Central Time. Mishaps, incidents, or accidents must be reported to the FAA Flight Standards District Office or the FISDO, the NTSB, a Sheriff's Deputy, or Whitman Regional Airport personnel. Only authorized personnel are allowed on runways, taxiways, and in the terminal ramp area at any time. Motorcycles and bicycles are also strictly prohibited in these areas. Observe all fire prevention rules, no campfires or stoves are permitted near aircraft, student pilot training and student solos are not permitted at Oshkosh during air venture period, and contact law enforcement or Whitman Regional Airport personnel with any airport or safety related questions. Now it's time for you to depart from Oshkosh. Pilots are urged to obtain a complete weather briefing and review all applicable notams prior to departure. Flight service weather briefings and flight plan filing services are available via phone at 1-800-WEATHER-BRIEF. You must place a sign in your windshield with the letters VFR to show ground personnel that you intend to depart VFR. Note that Whitman Regional Airport is closed to departing aircraft from 8 p.m. until 6 a.m. daily, as well as during the scheduled air shows and at other times. Monitor the departure ATIS 121.75 prior to engine start. There must be no engine operation or aircraft movement until the departure ATIS indicates that the airport is open. When the airport is IFR, all taxiing is prohibited except for aircraft with an IFR clearance as aforementioned. Taxi toward the designated runway without contacting ground control. Follow EAA flight person instructions. To expedite departures, you may be directed to a different runway than you expected. FAA controllers wearing pink shirts are stationed on elevated platforms near the runway departure points. You should monitor their radio frequency listed in the NOTAM as well. After takeoff, fly the routes depicted in the NOTAM. You must avoid the Ripon Fisk arrival route and the AirVenture seaplane base. Runway 36 left departures must turn right to heading 150 before reaching the ATC tower. 
Milwaukee Approach Control will not provide VFR traffic advisories within 70 nautical miles of Oshkosh. As I mentioned before, a waiver has been issued reducing arrival and departure separation standards for Category 1 and Category 2 aircraft, which is primarily small single-engine and light twin-engine aircraft. There is another waiver that has been issued amending the lineup and weight procedures. More than one aircraft may be instructed to line up and wait on both sides of the runway centerline. That just about covers most of the VFR procedures into and out of Oshkosh. However, you should still make sure to read the NOTAM yourself and have it available airborne if you are planning on flying into Oshkosh. Tune in next week to check out the IFR procedures into Oshkosh. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Squawk 5353, the Private Pilot Podcast. If you enjoyed this week's episode, or you know someone who might be flying into Oshkosh, share this episode with them. Also, make sure to subscribe to this podcast. That way, new episodes are automatically downloaded to your device. A link to the Notum can be found in the show notes. To access the show notes, simply click on the player image in whatever podcast listening app you are using. Again, I would encourage you to go over to my Patreon and consider donating to the show. Again, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Squawk 5353, the Private Pilot Podcast. I'm your host, Izzy Simon, and let's make the skies a safer place. Music